his time. Um, we want to, we're, it's, it's a wonderful day. Again, it's, it's Friday, uh, the day that men are hosting the call and on the call and uh, we're doing the entire lineup. So we're so grateful to have another day. Um, it's grateful to be on the call once again. Again, if you could just mute your line um, so that everyone can hear. Um, I don't have any announcements through the call, but there were two, there were, um, there was a prayer request for Didi from Didi Felder for her bonus dad for, uh, I, ca I can't remember the baby's name. BC. Baby CC. Amen. And um, I think that's about it. Um, today, the lineup is Brother Eric will be doing the prayer. And Brother Tony will be doing the declaration this morning. Again, uh, Brother Eric will be leading us in prayer, and Brother Tony um, will be doing the declaration. Just a moment. I'm going to give us an opening scripture. Give me one second. Bear with me. Is it too late to put a prayer in? What did you say? All right. So our opening scripture, I'm going to start with uh, 1 Peter 2, uh, verse 1. Therefore, put away all wickedness, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all speaking. As newborn babies desire the pure milk of the word, that by it you may grow. If it is true that you have experienced that the Lord is good, I read for your hearing First Peter, uh, chapter two, verse one through three. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing and the doers of His holy word. I now pass the call. Remember to please um, mute your phones at this time um, so that everyone can hear and enjoy um, the call. I pass the call now to our prayer warrior, Brother Eric. Oh, Lord, thy God, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just want to thank you right now for another day, Lord, another another chance to to uh, to live and to breathe, Lord, to, to walk in our purpose and our destiny. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just give you praise, Lord, because you are God and there's none like you. Lord, you are the great I am, Lord, the Alpha and Omega. Lord, you are our lily of the valley, Lord, our bright and morning star, the fairest of ten thousands. You are such an awesome and wonderful God. And so we praise you, Lord. We give you praise because great are you and greatly are you to be praised, Lord. And so, Lord, we praise you in all situations, Lord. We praise you in good times. We praise you in bad, Lord. We praise you in our wilderness moments, Lord, and we praise you in our valley days, Lord. Lord, we praise you, Lord, in season and in out of season, Lord. We praise you in our abundance. We praise you, Lord, in our lack, Lord. We praise you in our triumphs as well as our trials and tribulations, Lord, because as your word says, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. And so, Lord, we lift your name up high right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. We glorify you, Lord, giving thanks, Lord, for all you have done all you 
are doing and all you will continue to do, Lord, as you bless your children. Lord, as we come humbly and boldly before the throne, Lord, to obtain mercy, Lord. Lord, first of all, we want to give thanks, Lord, for your healing touch, Lord, that you have brought baby Cece, Lord, uh, uh, and get her ready to bring her home, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. According to your word, Lord, you said... Your healing artist, children's bread. And so we thank you, Lord, and we pray, Lord, that you would continue to grow her, Lord. Grow her up strong, Lord. Not just physically, Lord, but spiritually, Lord. Grow her up and, and, and let her life be a testimony, Lord, as she continues, Lord, to, to age and to become the wonderful woman, Lord, you have purposed her to be. Lord, we also want to lift up uh, uh, Dee Dee's bonus dad, Lord. Uh, we ask, Lord, that as he uh, transitions back to his home, Lord, that you will continue to heal him, Lord, that you would give uh, his wife uh, the strength, Lord, to give him care, uh, protect him, Lord, from, from the disease, Lord, and continue, Lord, to, to, to restore him to his natural health. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just... We would, we just want to thank you, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that even though we are sheltered in place, Lord, I want to lift up the body, Lord, today, right now, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help us to remember, Lord, by the help of the Holy Spirit, Lord, that even though we're in place, Lord, we still are a church, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will continue, Lord, to work upon your children, Lord, as they're home right now, Lord, strengthening them, Lord, Lord, uh, uh, solidifying the vision, Lord, solidifying their purpose and their destiny, Lord. So when we come back out, Lord, that we will be a, a, a united church, stronger, Lord, bolder, humbler, kinder, Lord, uh, and ready to do your will. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you right now, Lord. And as as uh, I want to lift up the the, uh, the parents and the siblings of Ahmad, Lord, the young man who was killed, Lord, in such a tragic way two months ago, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would comfort them. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen them. And Lord, we pray for swift justice, Lord. Justice, Lord, uh, 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 for the men who have perpetrated this crime, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that, that the officials that are presiding over it, Lord, would be not prejudicial, Lord, but would be unbiased, Lord. Lord, we pray for the communities right now, Lord, that are still suffering violence. Even though this virus, Lord, is out, Lord, Lord, we come against this spirit of violence, Lord, that are, are that uh, are still causing our young men, Lord, to kill themselves, Lord, and to, and to kill each other. Lord, we come against that violence right now in the name of Jesus, and we bind it in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, so many things that are happening, Lord, this domestic violence, Lord. And so, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you will protect the women and the children right now that are now suffering abuse, Lord, spiritually, Lord, mentally and physically. Lord, send your angels, Lord, to their hearts, Lord, to the hearts of the men, Lord, and, and, and the women who may be perpetrating this, this, this domestic violence, Lord. Lord, we pray, Lord, that your peace, Lord, would just rain down upon our land from sea to shine and sea, Lord, from every state, Lord. Lord, we hold up our government, Lord, our, our, our governors, Lord, as well as our federal and state and as well as local uh, governments, Lord, that, Lord, even in this time of crisis, Lord, they will continue, Lord, to... to uh, to be able to pass laws, they would continue to lead, and they, they would hold this nation together. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray, Lord, that every request, Lord, 
spoken and unspoken, Lord, would be honored by you. I pray, Lord, for everyone on this call right now, Lord, that they would be covered with the blood, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that we would, uh, as as declare victory collectively as well as individually, Lord, that we would begin to find our sound. Lord, as we explore the uh, subject of expansion, Lord, Lord, continue to expand our, our territories, Lord. Lord, continue, Lord, to, to, to push us, Lord, to pull us, Lord, to stretch us in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we proclaim the gospel, Lord, to our loved ones, Lord, to, to our friends, Lord, to our co-workers, Lord, to the stranger on the street, Lord. Let us expand our vision, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, knowing, Lord, that it will be uncomfortable, Lord, but I pray, Lord, that you would pull us out of our comfort zone so that we may grow, Lord, so that we may become more like you, so that we may serve out the commission, Lord, to go ye into all the nations, Lord, teaching and baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that the commission comes with the promise, Lord, that you said that you would be with us always, even until the end of the world. And so with that in mind, Lord, we are armed, Lord, continue to strengthen us, Lord, continue to equip us, Lord, for the war at hand, Lord, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against high powers and dark places and high places, Lord. And so, Lord, let us go out, Lord, as your soldiers, Lord. Let us go out as your ambassadors, Lord, as being appointed ministers of reconciliations. Lord, Please hear our prayer, Lord, as we pray, Lord, as we pray, Lord, as we ask you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, to touch every heart and every soul, Lord. Lord, we lift up our first responders today, Lord, our firemen, our policemen, those who are working in the hospitals, nurses, doctors, Lord, anyone that has to do with health care, Lord, Lord, we ask that you protect them, Lord, as they're out there, Lord. Lord, fill their hearts with compassion, Lord. Lord, uh, give them... Uh, Fill them with, uh, fill their minds with wisdom, Lord, so that they would know how to uh, minister directly, Lord, and do their jobs correctly and promptly, Lord, for the betterment of us all. And 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 Lord, as I offer us, Lord, as we begin to take our phones off of mute, Lord, and to give you the praise, Lord, you're, that you're due, Lord. We just thank you. Lord, hallelujah. Lift your name up right Lord, now, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for the coming together in the blessed Thank you, Lord. 
Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Tony Sandoval. Uh, you probably recognize me a few times now. Um, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Thank you so much uh, for praying, uh, for joining in prayer. Uh, as always, that was beautiful and that was powerful. Um, this morning, I want to start by reading uh, Genesis 12. Uh, Genesis 12 here. If you guys are looking in your Bibles, if you guys are using your Bible app, I'll give you a chance to take it out here. But it's Genesis 12, verses 1 through 3. And it reads as follows. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the people on earth will be blessed through you. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this morning, Lord. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Father, Lord. We ask that you speak, God. We ask that you, uh, that I am minimized, God, Lord, and that you, that you are increased, Father, Lord. I pray that you speak loud and clear this morning, Lord. I pray that your word is clear and concise, Father, Lord, and powerful, God. I pray that you have full control over today's call, Lord, that you are in display this morning, God. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name, Father, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Again, thank you so much for being here this morning. Uh, we'll just get into it here. How many of us remember promises as a kid? Promises as a kid. When I think about promises, I think about uh, being a little kid and asking my mom for stuff. That's what it reminds me of. You know, I used to ask my mom, hey, can we go to the park? Can we go to the park today? And then she would be like, oh, no, we can't go today. Let's, uh, uh, and I'm like, all right, what about tomorrow? And she would be like, yeah, we'll go. And I would ask. Oh, do you promise? Do you promise that we'll go? And then, yeah, yeah, we promise, right? And then uh, my dad was a little bit more coy with it. I would ask my dad for, for stuff. Like, hey, dad, can we, uh, can you buy me this? Can you buy me this toy? Can you, you know, can we go here? Uh, can I spend the night at my cousin's house on this day? And my dad wouldn't really say yes or no unless he was sure. <laughs> so to get like a direct answer was sometimes hard. Right. But anytime they would give me an answer, uh, I would ask, you know, do you promise? Do you promise? Do you promise to do this? Do you promise to do that? Do you promise that we can go here? Right. And most of the promises were um, were completely based on if we had enough time, money or patience to do these things that they promised. So most of the time, my mom promised something if we had time. Did we have time to go to the park? You know, uh, did we have enough money to buy me what I wanted or to do what I wanted? Or did they have enough patience <laughs> to do the things that she promised, that they promised? So most of the promises that my parents give, that parents give, uh, most promises that people give, now, they were mostly situational. The promises that they gave were based on the situation. And I remember how disappointed I would be when my parents would promise me something only for it to not go through, right? Well, you promised me we were going to go to the park today, but we can't because now we got to go to my grandma's house. We, we can't because now we got to do this. We can't buy me that thing because we don't have money. We can't go to McDonald's because we don't have time to go on the way to school or something. And I remember how disappointed I would be when one of those promises would not be would not go through. And I also remember how justified, 
how good it felt when they would complete a promise. When they would complete a promise, even, even, even as a kid, I understood the disappointment and I understood how good it felt when a promise would go through, the disappointment when a promise wouldn't go through, and the joy when a promise would go through. Promises are a funny thing um, because we often make promises that we can't keep or that may be out of our control to keep. And broken promises stay with us for years. And I think that we superimpose our idea about human-made promises onto God's promises in our lives. You see, most promises are based on good intention. Most promises are based on good intention. But God's promises are based on his goodness. God's promises are based on his goodness. And if God has promised you something here this morning, if God has specifically given you a promise, a promise that a child would be born, a promise that a child would be healthy, a promise that someone would come to know him, a promise that you would be, you would have financial freedom, a promise that you would have a restored relationship. If God has promised you something, I have come here this morning to remind you that he will complete the work. Numbers 23, verse 19, it says that God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? God's promises are not situational. The situation does not dictate whether the promise will be completed. This month's theme is expansion. And today I want to speak to God's promises in your life. You see, God has promised all of us expansion. God has promised all of us in some way, shape, or form expansion. Expansion in our marriages, in our relationships, in our finances, in our opportunities, in our work life, in our personal life, in our spiritual life. Expansion in each and every part of our lives. God has promised us expansion, and expansion is what we'll get. Let me remind you about something this morning. God has embedded your life with promises, promises that are personal, intimate, and powerful. And the current environment does not take away from what God has promised you. When I was putting this together, I just, I, I felt like I felt like God wanted to remind you that, that God wanted to remind you that just because things are a little crazy today, just because it feels like life is on hold, just because it feels like the entire world is at a standstill right now, it does not take away from what he has promised you. It does not take away from the things that God has promised you. The current environment does not take away from God's promises. And when I think about promises, no character in the Bible is more synonymous with expansion and promises than Abraham. God promised Abraham in the above verse that we read to start, in the above verse that we started with, which is Genesis 12, 1 through 3, where God is 
declaring a promise of expansion over Abraham. And what God promised Abraham was he promised him offspring. He promised him land. He promised him blessing for himself. And he promised him blessing for others. Offspring, land, and blessings. Offspring, land, and blessings. And I think if we look at Abraham and we look at the promise that God placed on Abraham, the things that God placed on Abraham, the promises that he gave him, I think that we can pull some truths out of that that still ring true today. I think that we can pull some truths that will motivate us, empower us, and sustain us, especially in these times. God's promises are not void. God has not forgotten what he's promised you. God's promises are not based on the current situation. They're based on his goodness. So if we look at the promise that was given to Abraham, and we dissect it, the first thing we see is offspring. In Genesis twenty-two seventeen, it says, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. I think we often think of God's blessings and promises to be singular in nature, but they're really not. When God gives a blessing, when God gives an expansion, it's not ever really a singular, uh, a singular promise. It's usually a whole host of promises, but it's also, it's also meant for, uh, to be plural in nature. Uh, that that will that that they that we think that promises are only going to affect us. That God promises this, so it's only affecting me. But that's not the way it works. That's it, not the way. It's not true. You see, God's blessings are generational. Are generational. God's blessings are generational, and they're meant to affect generation. They're meant to affect your offspring, and they they far surpass the reach of our own lives. And the above verse was still the promise that God gave to Abraham, but God was repeating that same promise to his grandchild, Jacob. The promise started with Abraham, but it was still affecting generations down the line in his grandchild, Jacob. Abraham and all his descendants, promises were based on his obedience. Your promises are based on your obedience. If, Jake, if Abraham did not leave the land, Jacob would never reap the benefits. It started with Abraham, went to Isaac, then to Jacob, then to jo- Joseph. God's promise was generational, and it was hinging on Abraham's obedience. When God gives you a promise, all you are to do is obey. All you are to do is obey. COVID-19 does not eliminate your responsibility to obey. The current situation, the current climate, the current um, financial crisis, it does not dictate, it does not remove your personal responsibility to obey God. Your promises are still coming. Your promises are not void. Your promises are still current and are still needed. And they were based on Abraham's obedience. Your promise is not just your own. 
Your promise doesn't just belong to you this morning. It's for your children. It's for your grandchildren. It's for your great-grandkids. Do not let up. Keep obeying God. Keep believing that his promises are yes and amen. God's promises are for your offspring. Point number two that we can take from this is land. God promised Abraham land. God has promised you territory. Did you know that? God has promised you territory. You are at your workplace for a reason. You are in the home that you're in for a reason. You're in the community that you're in for a reason. You're in the church that you're in for a reason. God has promised you the land in which you are called to be. You will have impact over your land. You will have sway and influence in the land that you inhabit. I think so many of us, we feel like everything just kind of happened that we're at the job we're at by accident, that we're on um, declare victory by accident, that we just happen to stumble upon the church that we're at, that we just happen to uh, uh, stumble upon the relationships that we have. That's not the case. God has promised us land, and God has given us this land. God has given us territory, and this land is promised to you. The territory that you have is promised to you. And for Abraham, for Abraham having new land meant starting a nation. But for you, it may mean influencing your personal nation, influencing the circumference of your friends, the circle of friends that you have, influencing your family, your work life, your church life, your ministry life, your personal life, your professional life. Take authority in your territory. Take authority in your home, in your job, in your church. You are not a wanderer. You are not a stranger in your land. Your land has been promised to you. Your territory has been promised to you. And when you start obeying God in your territory, when you start obeying God, when you start acting like the person that you're called to be in your territory, things start to expand. Life starts to generate itself. Things start to move. You'll start to see development in the people in your territory. You'll start to see development in your family and your friends and your work life. You'll start to see your territory start to grow and expand. Take ownership. Take ownership of your territory. What happens in your territory should matter to you. What happens in your home should matter to you. What happens in your job should matter to you. What happens in your church should matter to you. The church is not the pastor's responsibility. I'm telling you that right now. The church is not the pastor's responsibility. And that's why the Bible says that we are the church. We are responsible for our own church. We are responsible for our own obedience. We are responsible for our own territory. We are responsible for our own land. Take responsibility, take ownership. What happens in your territory should matter to you. Change the destiny of your territory. Change the destiny of your territory. Abraham was getting ready to change the destiny of a territory. The Bible says that God promised him the land of Canaan, which was already populated by somebody else. It had a history 
all unto itself. And you may have given, been given a territory that may feel like it's already inhabited by somebody else, that it may have some history already, right? That the land that you've given, that the opportunities that God has given you, they already have someone else's fingerprints on it. They already have a destiny, that they were always meant to be X, that they were always meant to be Y, that they were always going to be Z because of the history of the territory, because of the history of your marriage. You think it's always going to be this because of the history of your work life, your professional life, that you think you're always just going to be this, that the history of your church has always been small-time church or small this or whatever, so it's always going to be this, but that's not the case. God has given you territory to, to expand, to take ownership. Just because your land that God has given you has a specific history does not mean, does not mean that it has to have the same future as its past. You have the responsibility to change your land. You have the responsibility to expand your territory. What happens in your territory should matter to you. Change the destiny of your territory. Expand your territory. Become an active participant in your land. You are not just supposed to be a spectator in your land. Abraham was not just a spectator in the new land that was promised. He was going to be an active participant in the land. He was to uproot his entire life, his servants, his family, his wealth, his opportunities, everything that he was known. When, he, when Abraham was given this promise, he was 75. He already had a history in the land where he was. He already had a routine. He already had familiar, the familiar. And yet God said, go into a new land. Take everything you have and go into a new land. God is always promising this new land. God is always promising, promising us new territory. God is always trying to get us to expand the borders of our own personal territory. Change the destiny of your territory. And number three, the thing that we can pull from this is that God actually promised Abraham blessings unto himself. Abraham was blessed. And in Genesis 24:1, when all is said and done towards the end of Abraham's life, when you look back at Abraham's life when he was already far past 100 years old, the Bible says the Lord had blessed him in every way. The Lord had blessed him in every way. That's Genesis 24:1. Wouldn't you like to be blessed in every way? Not just a way, not just a couple of ways, but blessed in every way. When the Bible is specific, it's specific. And when the Bible is general, it's general. And in this case, the Bible is being general because it encompasses so many different things. When the Bible means that he was blessed in every way, he was blessed in every way, financially, personally, spiritually, Everything that Abraham did or touched was full of blessing. Wouldn't you like to be blessed in every way? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't, right? In Proverbs 10, 22, it says, The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. When the Lord blesses you, not only does it make you rich, and rich doesn't necessarily mean financially, 
Sometimes having all the peace in the world, sometimes that's rich. Sometimes being able to get a good night's sleep every night, sometimes that's rich. Sometimes being able to get no traffic on your way to work like these days, sometimes that's rich, right? Sometimes uh, the blessing of the Lord makes you rich in uncommon areas, in uncommon ways. The blessing of the Lord makes you rich and he adds no sorrow with it. There is nothing that God will give you that will bring you sorrow. There is nothing that God will give you that will bring you sorrow. And even if, the, if, if it feels like there's sorrow at the time, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I really believe, I'm not really big on, on, promising, uh, on promising certain things when I preach and teach, and I'm not going to preach on, um, you know, like, you know, that God's going to make everything perfect or anything like that, or, or the quote-unquote prosperity gospel or anything like that. But I really believe that the God that I read in the Bible wants to bless you. There's nothing in the Bible I can find that tells me otherwise. There's nothing in the Bible that tells me otherwise that he doesn't want to bless you. I believe that God wholeheartedly wants to bless you and that when he promises you things, when he promises you things, he wants you to obey and follow because he knows that you're going to be blessed. God wants to expand your finances. God wants to expand your influence, your wisdom, your peace. God wants to expand all of the blessings in your life. God wants you to be blessed in every single way. In the Bible, it says that Abraham was a rich man, that Abraham had a lot of family, a lot of servants, a lot of people underneath him, a lot of people who loved him. He was blessed with a good wife. He was blessed with descendants. He was blessed with this promised child in Isaac that you'll see a little bit later. But you see that Abraham is blessed in so many different ways. Take that with you. Take that promise with you, that God is for you, not against you, that God innately and inherently and naturally wants to bless you in every single way. Remind yourself that morning. I feel like we need to be reminded of things sometimes. And, and, and these specific promises, these promises that we have, we can take to the bank. And especially during these times of expansion, during these times of uncertainty, when things are changing, when the economy is a little weird, a little slow, when we can't go to the park or the beach or the mall or the gym, and things are weird right now. When things are weird right now, it's even more important to hold on to the blessings of God, hold on to the promises of God. The fourth thing that we can take, and it's tied into the third, is there's blessings for others. God has promised you personal blessings, but he's also promised you public blessings. There's, there's going to be blessings for others based on your obedience. God has blessed you to be a blessing. God has blessed you to be a blessing. Abraham was to be a blessing to everybody around him. His obedience will have ripple effects throughout his circle and into the circle of others. If you fast forward a couple chapters, it's talking to Abraham and it's talking about the circumcision that God wants Abraham to be circumcised so that he can be, uh, it's the sign of the covenant, right? It's a sign of the covenant. It's a sign of God's special blessing on him. And there's a special, there's a verse right after that says, all of your servants need to get circumcised too. Abraham wasn't the only one who was going to be marked with the blessing of God, marked with the covenant of God. It was also everybody around him. 
everybody around him was now going to be a chosen per person. Abraham was chosen, but because he was crewed up, because he had everybody with him, because he had his servants and his family with him, those people were going to reap the benefits of the blessing of the promise on Abraham's life. You will have a ripple effect throughout your circle and in the circle of others. Everyone in his camp was taken care of. Everyone who blessed him became blessed. Everybody who blesses you instantly receives a blessing from God. Instantly receives a blessing from God. How good do you treat other people who treat your kids good? Think about that. How well do you treat other people who treat your kids good? If somebody treats your son or daughter well, you're going to treat that person well. You're going to treat that person with respect. They automatically get a blessing. The people who bless you will also be blessed. You are built as a pillar of blessing in your community. You are built to be a blessing to your spouse. You are built to be a blessing at your church. You are built to be a blessing in your land, in your territory, at your workplace, in your relationships. You're built to be a blessing on Declare Victory. You're built to be a blessing, to be everywhere. I love the, the metaphor of, a, of, a, of like a comet, of a meteorite, right? Because when a meteorite hits, a meteorite, it's fairly small. Like once it hits the Earth's atmosphere, it starts breaking up. And I did a little bit of research, and it actually gets to about 2% its original size. So it loses 98% of its size when it actually makes its impact. It starts to disintegrate in the atmosphere. But once it makes an impact into the earth, the crater that's left behind, the crater that's left behind is 20 times bigger than the impact, than the size of what impacted it. The crater that you're going to leave behind, your impact, the circumference of your impact is far greater than you. It's far greater than you. You owe it to yourself and everybody else around you to remember the promises of God, to remember the things that God has promised you, remember the blessings that God has put in your life. Your purpose is not on pause. I'm going to say that this again this morning because I feel like someone needs to hear. Your purpose is not on pause. This is not a season of pause. This is not a season of, well, guess I, I don't get to be who I was supposed to be because COVID-19, or I don't get to do this because I'm home. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This is a time of repositioning. This is a time of reflection. This is a time where God is pivoting, pivoting your life. This is like a, a transition period that God is pivoting things in your life. If you fast forward 40 years in the life of Abraham from the first promise that he moved, and I'm getting ready to wrap up here in a little bit. If you fast forward 40 years, God first made these promises to Abraham when he was 75, right? And then Isaac, his son, came 25 years later. Abraham was well in the years. He was 100 years old. Him and Sarah were 100 years old. And when you get to a certain age, kids just don't, aren't in a, aren't an option anymore <laughs> and at this point kids were not an option to abraham but god promised that his descendants would outnumber the stars in the sky and the grains of sand on the shore well you can't have descendants if you don't have kids 
right? And when Abraham was 100, he finally had his son. He finally had his son, Isaac. So that was about 14 or 15 years later. So he was about 114, 115 years old when we pick up the story of Abraham. One day, God told Abraham, he said, take Isaac, take your son, take your promised son, the son who was supposed to start a, gen- a, a countless descendants. Take Isaac up to a mountain and sacrifice him. Isaac was the personification of all these promises. He was born of miraculous means. He was the apple of his father's eye. He was the beginning to a multitude of descendants that God had promised Abraham, that God had promised Abraham, and God had just told Abraham to take him up to a mountain and kill him and sacrifice him 40 years after God promised him this son. God is telling Abraham now to kill him, to take him up to a mountaintop, to put a knife in him, and to burn him as an offering for him. Imagine Abraham still in obedience. Every time I read this story, I read it again to prepare for this, but every time I read the story, I'm just always amazed and shocked at the faith of Abraham and just the poker face that he had. Imagine Abraham getting ready for that morning, still full of obedience, placing the firewood on Isaac's back that Isaac was going to carry up in the mountain. He was picking up his own, the own wood that he would be placed on and burned and sacrificed. And, he, and Abraham carrying the knife that he was going to plunge into his son. And Isaac innocently asking, where is the ram? And Abraham repeatedly replying, God will provide. Where's the sacrifice? And Abraham says, God will provide. Sometimes when God has promised you things, it feels like they're dying. It feels like they're dead. It feels like they're being killed. And I feel like so many of us are carrying our promises right now with this mentality that we're taking them up to this mountaintop to kill them, that they're dying, that they're dead, that they've been killed. And God is saying, no, I'll provide. I will provide. God's promises are not void. They're still to be completed. And in verse 12, in verse 12, it says, God intervenes, God intervenes, and he provides a ram on the behalf of Isaac so that Isaac will not be sacrificed. And the angel of the Lord in verse 15 tells Abraham something very, very familiar, very familiar. He says, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you. Make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of the enemies and throughout your offspring. All nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. It's the same set of promises that God gave to Abraham 40 years earlier. I feel like so many of us again right now 
just feel like our promises are dead, are dying, are being killed, like he's dragging us up the mountaintop for our faith to be tested. But if we just keep believing, just keep moving in faith, God will certainly uphold his promises. Do not forget the promises God has placed in your life. They are there for a reason. You are not forgotten. You are not left behind. God is not upset with you or angry with you or cast you aside. Your promises are yet to still be completed. Your expansion is coming. Or your expansion already is in the works. Amen. Do not forget the promises God has placed in your life. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word this morning. Thank you so much for what you had to say this morning. This morning, God, thank you for, for being clear, God. I pray that you just burn this word in our heart, God, that you have not forgotten about us, that your promises are still uh, yet to come, Lord, are still to be completed. You have not forgotten us, Lord. Our, our faith may be, may be being test, tested, Father, Lord, but your promises are not contingent on the situation, God, Lord. I ask that you just keep us obeying with a joyful heart, God, Lord, with an expectant heart, Lord, as you get ready to expand us, God. I pray that you be with us for the rest of the day, that you protect us, that you take care of us, that you take us with joy, you take us with peace, that you make us a blessing wherever we are, in the land that we are, in the territory that we are. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name, Father Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you for being with us here this morning. Thank you for listening in. Uh, I'm going to open the lines now, if you'd like, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have anything maybe you just need some prayer about that you want to put on. Uh, we are all ears. We're all a family. Um, so we're here to listen. So if you guys have any questions, any uh, any um, comments, uh, I'm here. Go ahead. It's Kenya. I just want to say good morning and awesome declaration. Thank you, Kenya. I appreciate that. That's my aunt's name. So that's a special name. <laughs> Okay, anybody else on the line have any questions or any comments, any prayer requests? Good morning, this is Sister Julia and I need a prayer. I am yes, working ma'am. I'm working so hard with the um with the county and everyone they got us working, helping them with the homeless and everything. Uh trying to place them and and help the ones that need help and I'm helping the senior citizen in my neighborhood. We're doing the best I can with all of it. I mm. am, I can't ask them more for this prayer because every day I'm on my feet helping, helping. They got, a, got all of us, got a free cross helping them too with the homeless mm. and try to place them in the hotels and stuff like that. And all I, I can't say no more. Yes. Mm. I just need a prayer. Yeah. I got to go working today. Yeah. Yeah. Julie, do you mind do you mind if I pray for you real quick? Just Yes, please, I need it. Okay, let's do it. Lord, I just lift up Julia to you, Father Lord. You see her heart, Father Lord. You see uh I can even feel and hear the tiredness on the other line, Father Lord. She's been working hard to house others, Father Lord. She's been working hard, Father Lord, to um, put displaced people in homes, Father Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that you bless her. I pray for strength. I pray for endurance, God, Lord. I pray that the joy of the Lord may be her strength, Father Lord. I pray that you 
make her uh, light on her feet, Father Lord. I pray that you fill her with purpose and joy, God, that that drives her, Lord, that that keeps her from getting tired, Father Lord. I know things are a little crazy right now. I know that the workload may be a little heavy, Father Lord, but when we have your joy in our hearts, God, Lord, when we have the joy in our hearts about what we're doing and why we're doing it, Father Lord, you make the workload easy, God. You say that your yoke is easy, Lord. And the weight is light, Father God. And I just pray that blessing, that promise over Julia, Father Lord. I pray that you make that yoke easy, Father Lord, and the, the burden is light on her, Father Lord. I pray that you make her light on her feet. I pray that you give her energy, abundant energy, supernatural energy, Father Lord, and that when she does rest, that her rest is amplified and multiplied, Lord. And that if she gets five hours of sleep, it feels like she got 10 hours of sleep. And if she gets four hours of sleep, it feels like she got eight hours of sleep. That you multiply that rest, Father Lord. That she may fully be fully rejuvenated, Father Lord. And I also ask, Father Lord, to keep the negativity about her life, Father Lord. I don't want Julia to say that she's tired. I want her to say that you are giving her the strength to do it, Father Lord. Because you're not a God who... Uh, uh, who who wants us to be tired every day. You're a God who wants to be rejuvenated and strong and powerful. And I pray that over Julia, God, Lord. I pray for your blessing and your hand on her, Lord. Give her strength when she has none. Give her energy when she feels that she has none. And give her rest, Father, Lord. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. No problem, sister. Go get them today. You'll be fine. Okay. Anybody else have any... Any questions or any uh, comments or prayer requests? Good morning, Tony. It's Brother Eric. What's up, Billy? Hey, man. Great declaration, man. I I, I like the part when you, you said that, you know, um, God has promised us, just like you promised Abraham a, a, a land because we're children of Abraham. And uh, especially the part he says, you know, um, our blessings, people, we have a ripple effect that, you know, um, when when we're blessed, other people are blessed, and and but when we but also when we stagnate, and in our expansion, we don't know who is missing out on a blessing because we're not we're not walking in our um we're not walking in our purpose. We're not doing what God told us to do, and that ties directly to that obedience too. So when we're not yeah. obeying God, and God is saying you need to do this, you need to you need to you know I need I need you to to, to accomplish this. You know, we're 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 um, hindering somebody else who who may be tied to us from receiving the blessings uh, uh, of, of yeah. what tends to you know pour through us. So that was a wonderful point, man. Thank you. Uh, great declaration. Of course, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Um, anybody else have any uh, any questions? Any comments? Any prayer requests? Good morning. This is Jamila. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. From the first word, it was really, really good. And um, the part about the impact and the um, what you said, like ninety-eight percent is lost in in the um, for the asteroid, uh, and then the impact that it has um, after it lands is like greater or something. Mm -hmm. But that was mm -hmm. really just looking at um like my daughter and the impact of my family, just remembering God's promises for me and the things he's mm -hmm. just staying focused on that and being obedient. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes we need no that problem. study. Thank you no for being obedient. Okay. 
Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, yeah. Brother Tony. This is Krishanda. Excuse me. Krishanda. Um, I enjoyed your declaration this morning. Um, thank you so much um, for this, um, the reminder about um, Brother Abraham and God's promises. Um, for me, it was just helpful just to hear it again and to just be mindful of even today, his promises for today and to be fresh for today. And I, I really needed that. So um, um, thank you. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Hey Tony, this is Cedric. Hey Tony, this is Cedric. Great declaration today. Um, very motivational. I, I needed to hear that. Um, basically, what resonated for me um, was basically living, living in God's promises, and you know, trusting in Him, and not trusting what in front of me, but just trusting in what He wants me to do. Um, so, thank you, thank you for that word. Mm, thank you for that, man. I never, I never, uh, I don't think I've ever introduced myself, Cedric. Uh, but uh, good, good to hear you, man. All right. Well, anybody else have any uh, any questions, any comments, prayer requests, anything that resonated with? Hey, him? good morning. This is Kedra. Um, thank you very much to summarize what stood out for me. Um, for awesome declaration, by the way. But to summarize what stood out for me is when you said, own your territory. And Mm -hmm. I've done that. You know, I've done that. Um, I've owned the territory as far as my recovery. I've owned the territory as far as being active in my church. But we all know the enemy does not discriminate who we use. So the territory that I owned in my church was um, I created a website for the church. I started a prayer line. I created a Zoom meeting with the pandemic and everything, but then there's always this, there's always that one naysayer, right? <laughs> there's always that one naysayer and they um, yeah. and and they found like fault or try to discredit my ownership. But um, because, you know, I, I do know the Lord, I have been delivered from everything. I, you know, um, you gotta pray for me for that. You know, that she was telling me, she said, uh, well, pastor wants this. And, you know, I was like, well, until pastor tells me that, that's that's what I'm going to do. But um, to summarize it up, like what I got for decoration is like, I took ownership, you know what I mean? And I know it wasn't because, I know it was a desire that was placed in my heart by God. Because like how the mm-hmm. Bible teaches us, seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness and all these things. We added to you and they give you the desires of your heart. And I wanted I desired to take that ownership. So that um that really stood out for me. Um there was something else that I wanted to say as far as it be but oh yeah. And um because God wanted to bless me and I and I really believe that it's tied into me taking that ownership and just operating, mm-hmm. you know, um <clears throat> because God loves me, how it's tied in. Um I have been blessed because you mentioned God wants to bless everything. You know that yeah. comes before you. He wants to bless you in different areas, and I know that I've been blessed because during this pandemic, I've been to forty cities, um, and it's just something, you know. I guess about my appearance or whatever it is, but it's like I've had the opportunity to, to tell people about Jesus or to smile at somebody or change somebody's day. I've been getting tested in the different cities that I am, so I'm COVID free. 
you know, just uh-huh. for the record. But um, I, I, I look at that as <laughs> you a, can't get it on the phone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. I look at that as a blessing, though, because you know now I'm spending time with my 80 year old aunt, and I'm spending time with like some pioneers in my family, and so it's like I know that by me owning my ter, I I believe by me owning my territory, God has blessed me, and I just thank God for that. So um, mm. that declaration, I had a, you know, a stuff that really stood out for me. And I wanted to share, um, I don't know how many people were on the call about six years ago, but if any of y'all remember Jamal, my brother, who they said it would have to be nothing but an act of God to release him from prison from doing a life sentence, and we prayed that he was released. And he's now off parole. So I wanted to share that with the Declare Victory family because we prayed. Mm. They've been praying for him. So my brother is off of parole. As he would say, he has his freedom papers. But once, he, you know, those that are in Christ are free. free but thank you for your declaration. And thank you for hearing me out. And mm. well, that's yeah, you. of course. Of course. Sister Krishanda, what was your, what was your brother's name? His name is Jamal. Well, we know him Jamal? as Jamal, but it's Demetrius. And yeah. Yes. So um, six years ago, when he was in prison, the judge said it would have to be an act of God that would <laughs> that he would get out. And I'm, I yeah. mentioned it on a prayer line, and we prayed, and we submitted our petitions, and made requests known, and he got out uh, about five years ago. And he got out, and mm-hmm. and, and just uh, he got married, and I, we've still been praying. And he got off parole uh, a couple of days ago. He went. Pick, I went with him to pick up his papers. So I'm getting blessings on top of blessings, on top of blessings because I was trying to be a blessing. So Amen. Yeah. God be the glory. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. An act of God. It'd be funny which <laughs> what can happen if uh, if all you can have. Uh, savior is an act of God. Um, that's awesome. Well, any anybody else have any uh, any questions, any comments, any commentary? Good morning, Hi, Brother, Brother Sandoval. Sandoval. I'll go after. Oh, well, okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Good morning, Brother Tony. Um, thank you um, so much for your reminder um, this morning. This is um, Rochelle. When I woke up in prayer this morning, all I can hear was plowing, plow, plow. And as you begin to read Abraham and then tell and remind us of the blessings and that is yes and amen. And I love the way how God just comes in and confirms and makes it plain. Sometimes he speaks certain things, but then he came right back immediately and confirmed um, and and explained what he was saying. So um, I just thank God for, you know, your declaration. And I thank God just for confirming and connecting and hooking things up the way that he's done. He does. Mm. And all I can say to the young lady before, it is an act of God. That's what he does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He's nothing short of his word. He's a keeper. He's a promise keeper. So we thank God for that and bless you. Thank mm. God. Thank God. Uh, sister, you were, you were right, uh, right behind there. Come Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Um, good morning, Pastor um, Sandoval. That was um, great. I love I love your teaching. A very um, like motivational, um, inspiring, um, just great reminders. And when you talk about um, the promises of God, I um, 
I'm going to share this because God gave me this promise. It was over 20 years ago and he reminded me again today. So um, Isaiah 54, 13 and it says, um, your children will be uh, taught by the Lord and great will be their peace. And so throughout the years, I've always like um, remembered he told me that scripture. And it's so interesting now because um, I'm 52. I'll be 53 um, next in a few weeks. God willing. And when you're talking about Abraham and Sarah and they were like, you know, Sarah laughed and all that other stuff. I'm not like mm. holding on to it. Like, ooh, ooh, I really, 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 but I love children. And if it were to happen, I'm like so thankful, but God gave me that promise. So I'm just speaking it out because I don't know. He reminded me again today. He said, great will be your children's peace. And again, I don't have any kids. Um, so amen, praise God for what he's doing in that. And then um, I just believe, I'm just so grateful and I've shared on the Declare Victory call several times that I'm walking in blessing because I know someone prayed for me before, my ancestors, the people before me, my aunts, people who passed on. And I don't even, I don't, I never saw them physically do it, but I know it in my heart. Like I'm just too blessed and my family has mm-hmm. seen blessings. And so I continue to pray. I always pray for them. Um, I always, um, everyone in my family and their children and their children's children. I mean, I just continue to do that because someone did that for me and I'm here today. I just believe it in my heart of heart. I'm here. And I said before, when I'm in heaven, I'm going to go to Aunt Julia. I'm going to go to Aunt Her. I know they prayed over me. And so Mm. we can do that. Those generational prayers are so powerful. Um, so just thank you so much for, for, um, your share this morning. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for the. Um, I, I love hearing your guys' um, uh, how, how not just what I said, but what, what God said this morning either confirmed stuff or reminded you of stuff. Like, you, it's always like, um, it never stops surprising me and <laughs> never stops um, just, yeah, just surprising you, man. Because you have to remember that the same God who's talking to me is talking to you, right? So God often will, well, he always, he'll always put these confirmation points in different people, right? And the more people that you listen to and talk to and the right people, uh, they'll start to confirm these things and they'll remind you of like past promises, like Sister just said, and and you just see how God works, right? Like I've often described God and his will as like a really, really expensive, fine watch, right? There's like a million little gears and tiny little pieces and super intricate and everything has to work just right. And everything has to be super accurate and precise and concise and everything has to work in concert with each other just so perfectly. And that's the way God works with us is that all of us work in this concise little symphony and everybody touches each other and everybody's movement move somebody else and maybe not directly but something you said something you did will move another piece in the watch it always like it always makes me feel uh, part of something much bigger when when i hear what you guys have to say as far as things being confirmed and promises being upheld and stuff so uh keeping you know that that's always good to hear i appreciate that hey 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 i am so (laughs) Brother Tommy, you got this is Sister yes, Didi, and I am at work. Y'all know I work with these little babies, and they are blessing me. You are such a uh, 
like you, you just encourage, you're an encourager, and your shares are so uplifting, like everybody has said. And I'm so grateful. Kedra, girl, almost threw my phone. Um, thank you, because I was able to actually come to the celebration. And so I'm excited about us actually being able to see that promise come to be. You know what I mean? And he's going to do it again. <laughs> We're going to see a victory. I'm, I'm speaking that for Sanajay's son as well. And also for, I have a brother, Hank. He's not my um, biological brother, but he's my brother. And I'm going to see God open those prison doors for him too. So I'm excited about that that testimony for Kedra's brother. And if we believe his promises, because they belong to us, oh, I'm excited and I thank you. I, I'm so blessed by the Claire Victory because it's been in my life for six years and I've seen God's promises. Um, they are yesterday, man. If we truly believe, we're going to say victory. Thank you also for reminding us that when we're going through things and, and when Sister Julia was talking about her being tired, God doesn't want us to be physically tired like that. He gives us charge over people to be a blessing, right? And I'm grateful mm-hmm. for even hearing her say that because. Currently, my, my bonus that is, you know, was released from the hospital. He doesn't have COVID. He never was in there for that. He has, um, he, he's a dialysis patient. So three days a week, he goes to dialysis, but he's 85 years old, too. So you know how it wears your body out. He's given up. He didn't want to walk. He stopped walking. So my mom's 78. It's a lot on her as a caregiver. So yeah. just yesterday, and I'm only saying this because she even said, like, I'm so tired. And I said, Mom. I know that you're tired, but continue to press God and trust him even in this, right? Because he, he gave you this over to take care of pop for a reason. So we have to really turn that around and just be, believe God's promises, even when we're tired, even when it seems like it's, you know, we don't have enough help or hope to continue to trust him because we're going to see a victory. If we really trust God that with everything, we have to count it all joy. Just keep going and keep standing on his promises. So slowly. Thank you so much, Mr. Newlywed. I just, I just, you just blessed me, so thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that, Mr. Didi. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, and anybody else have any uh, questions? More, more. Pastor, I have a something. Oh, you go ahead on. I'll wait till you get through. Good. Um, I can't pinpoint number one particular thing that you said. It's the whole declaration is just a exclamation point to what God has been saying to me. Um, for the last three months, I've been in several different classes on different venues where the other occupants in the class are either ministers, pastors, teachers, and so forth. And I had been questioning God, okay, why am I in this? And I'm just Jeff. All these other people got these conditions, and I'm just Jeff. And he said to me back then, I heard it with my ears, but I listened to it with my ears, but didn't really hear it in my heart. He said that what he says was, I can use you right where you're at as long as you're willing. And he's been mm-hmm. repeating this to me over and over again. Every time I bring the, the, that dormant question rises up and it comes up, he repeats the same thing. I can use you right where you're at as long as you're willing. Um, long story short, last Wednesday, or a couple of days ago, we were in the um, Archer's class, and I'm looking at everybody's on, and most everybody on there is either a teacher or a minister or somebody, and I'm starting to feel this way again. That Wednesday evening, I go to sleep, and and I'm hearing God speaking, saying the same thing again. I told you I can use you right where you're at as long as you're willing. The next morning, I wasn't thinking about it. It wasn't even on my heart. I, I, did, I woke up peaceful. I, I felt okay about it at the time. And God, but yet God spoke to me again. But this time I actually heard him. I didn't really listen. I heard him. 
So I took my mom to the doctors, and then we went to a pharmacy. I'm walking out the pharmacy, and I'm not even, it's not even on my mind. This guy's sitting on the ground with his back up against the wall, and he calls me over. I walk over to see what he wanted, and I, said, I asked him what he wanted. He said, if I had a couple of dollars to get him something to eat because he was starving. I said, I tell you what, I'll go get you something to eat, and I'll bring it back to you. If you here when I get back, I should be back in 10 minutes or so. So I left out, went and got him something to eat, brought him back to him, and then God spoke to me and said, put put some money in the back for him. And I put the amount, God told me to put it in there for him, and I handed it to him. When I got back to him and walked, started walking away, and God stopped and He said, I told you, I can use you right where you're at as long as you're willing. Now go give him something to eat. And I'm like, I just gave him some food. Go give him something to eat on. Okay, I went back and started talking to him. So what I asked him was, when things, I know things are down and churches are closed, but whenever you, things were up and you were on your feet, were you going to church? He said, yes. And I asked him, why was he going to church? He looked at me funny. I said, well, people go to church for different reasons. Sometimes some people go because of a significant other where they go because their parents or family was going. He said, well, I was going to learn about Christ. Then I told him, I said, well, there's a difference between learning about him and actually living for him. Um, have you ever actually invited him in, accepting the yard as Lord and Savior? He said, I don't think I did. So I, then I asked, I broke it down. I said, listen, if he came back right now and it was time for you to go home, do you know for a fact you're going to heaven? He said, no. I said, do you want to know? He says, yes. I told him, I said, hold it for just a minute. And there was a couple of ladies that were standing about 10 feet away from us. I walked up to one of them. I asked, I said, I need to ask you a question. She said, she looked at me. She said, what's that? I said, are you saved? She said, yes, sir. I said, well, the Bible says when two or three are gathered together, touching and agreeing in the moment, and the only thing, their God would be in the midst. This young man over here wants to get saved, and I want to pray for him. I want somebody praying with me. So the other lady there was with me. She just start, look, almost started busting out crying right then. They ran, came over where we were at, and the Holy Spirit started praying through me. I thought she was going to pray with me. She and the other lady end up rededicating their lives. This man gave his life to Christ for the first time. And just the whole time this is going on, I'm hearing God's voice telling me, I can use you right where you're at as long as you're willing. I get home that evening, and I'm reading something. I'm studying. As I'm about to lay down and take a nap, God spoke to me. He said, all the credentials in the world means nothing to me if you're not leading people to me. And I just... Man, you just don't know how that that blesses me, man. And so by you mm -hmm. preaching on the day about walking in your promises and being obedient to what God says, the promises that he has for you, man, this this is real life. So the whole declaration to me is just an exclamation point of what God has been saying. I can't pinpoint no one particular thing. It's just the whole thing, man. So I, I appreciate your, your, your obedience in it. Mm. I appreciate I, that's I appreciate that, but I feel um the whole the whole time you were speaking, I just felt I heard God saying, um, like hurried, right? Like that you've you've been you've been hurried, that you've tried to hurry the calling, hurry the purpose, hurry the thing, and, and God God's like you can't you cannot hurry my process, and and I just feel like God is is getting ready. Uh, uh, not that you're like a complete work, like none of us are ever like completely finished, completely perfect. But I feel right. now, but I heard God say you were, you were trying to hurry it, but now I'm going to quicken it, that he's going to quicken.
your responsibilities, quicken your purpose, quicken your opportunities to serve, to be a blessing wherever you're at. And wherever you are, there's going to be opportunities generated, God-given opportunities for you to build a kingdom, to serve, to continue to move forward. Like the, all those years that you spent, and I don't know who you are, brother, and I apologize if I'm speaking out of step, but I just feel like God is the same. Like all those years of you trying to hurry things, God was trying to slow you down to process you. And now, now, God is going to bring you into a different part of your life, a different season where he, now he's going to quicken things, that he's going to quicken the responsibilities and the opportunities. So just to just take that with you, brother. I can't wait to see what God does. I, I appreciate it. Receive that. Bless you. God bless you, bro. Sister, I know you were right, right behind that. I apologize. Yes. Uh, what I wanted to say was um, you had a, I, I, I listened to your declaration was awesome, but I like to say this to people who say what I'm doing. Some people, um, I go and check on them and all of that. You know, you could, if you're at home and your kids are there with you, you can have prayer with them in the house. You can pray. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait for church open, uh, wait till the line open, all this. You just get your, get your family together in the morning and pray together. Just like you mm-hmm. in church. That's why mm-hmm. I tell everyone. You, you know, you, if you you can call the people next door, if they want to come over, have a prayer. It's time mm-hmm. to love each other and get along with each other. Some actually everyone on the line pray with your family in your home. And if you have to pray with next door or whatever, pray with them. Don't let them let them know they they're not alone. We all going through this crisis. So. Mm. Thank you, sister. Thank you for that reminder. Um, thank you for that. Um, anybody else have any, any comments, any commentary? Any questions? Okay. All right, man. Any, so one more time, anybody have any questions, anything? Say anything to add, any prayer requests? Good morning, this is Yolandra. I just want to say really, really quickly, um, Kedra, I thank you for your testimony about God's power and might. Uh, Jeff G., God bless you. I was very inspired by your obedience. And Tony, um, thank you, thank you. I I concur with what everybody else has said. Uh, Your declarations are always eye-opening and inspiring and motivational and i can always uh relate them back to my life so thank you everybody you guys have a great god bless day god bless you sister thank you for that um thanks for telling me real quick I, I do have one yes, um and i don't know if i'm out of uh line with this or not if i am then i don't mind correction i i i i i receive correction for what the thing is, the guy that I was talking about, he said his name was Chris. Um, being in the bottom he is, he is I proved that God was sent someone to water the seed that was planted. Because uh, as times passed, I would pray for somebody leaving Christ, and I wouldn't follow up on, okay, how you, how's your work? Are you praying? Are you going to church? Are you doing this? I, I wouldn't do it, but God had convicted me on that, and I just I want to know that. He sends somebody. He will. I want to pray that he sends somebody to 
kick the seed watered and keep them encouraged. Mm. Amen. You want to you want to pray right now for it? Is that what you? Please, please, please. Yes, yeah. yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. You said his name was Chris. Chris. Yes. Chris. Okay. All right. Let's pray. Father Lord, just thank you so much, Father, for Chris. Father Lord, thank you so much, Father Lord, for just just obedience. Father Lord, thank you, God, because you singled this person out, Chris. Father Lord, you wanted him to come to know you, Father Lord. You loved him. You cared about him. When other people did, when other people forgot about him, Father Lord, he was never forgotten. He was never abandoned. Call Father recording Lord, off. His, um, even at his lowest point or hardest point, Father Lord, you didn't. You didn't. This forget call about is him, being God. recorded. I just pray that you just take him, Father Lord. That you just take him onto new tire, no territory, new heights, follow That you send someone to, to continue to minister him. That you give him a church family. That you give him a church friends, a spiritual father, a spiritual mother, a pastor, follow Lord, who will help bring him up, will help raise him up and build him, Father Lord. There are plenty of church members, plenty of our family, followers who are out there, followers. And I just pray that you find the right network, that you plug into the right place, God, Lord, that you may continue to grow him and build him up. And that one day from the pulpit, from the testimony point, Father, he's able to go back, tell his story, and see the impact that his story has in other people, Father, Lord. And I just pray these things, I heal these things over Chris, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name, amen, amen. Bless you for that, brother. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Y'all have a blessing. Okay. You too, sir. Okay, cool. Anybody else have any Probably questions there. or any comments? Yeah, it's Didi, real quick. I just wanted to um, uh, remind those that joined the Friday Night Live that we are having a call tonight at 6. So if you care to join in, the topic is truth hurts. So you may want to dial in at 6. Remember, thank you. Amen. Amen. Cool, cool. All right, All right. I'm sorry Perfect. to interrupt one more time. Didi, what, 6 o'clock, what uh, time's, time's off? So it's 6 our time here in Cali, and you're in, yeah, so 9 o'clock. Okay, so time, 9 right? o'clock here. All right, thanks. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. Love you. Okay, perfect. All right, if there's no other questions, if there's no other comments, um, we will go ahead and close the call. Let me just bless you guys on the way, but. Lord, just thank you so much for this morning. Thank you so much for each and every single person here. Lord, I just pray that you send us out into the rest of our day with blessing, God. I pray that you send us out with purpose, God, into new territory, Father, new opportunity, Father, that you give us the will and the obedience, Father, Lord, to do what we need to do in our territory, that you get ready to expand us, God, Lord, that you remind us that your promises are not void, Father, Lord, that you are still in the business of answering prayers, Father, Lord, that you are a God who did not remove his promises because of the situation, Father Lord. And I just pray that you continue to build us up, that you draw out of us our best selves, Father Lord, that you keep adding unto us purpose and promise, God. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Have a nice day, everyone. You too. Have a wonderful day, everyone. God bless. God bless. Love you guys.